Welcome to This Is Us podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Hansen, and my wife and I have the honor of serving alongside an amazing team as lead pastors of Hillsong Church in Denmark and Malmo. This podcast is a collection of short episodes regarding life, leadership, and culture. If you haven't done so already, please click follow and subscribe. And as always, if you find this to be valuable, feel free to share it with others. Welcome to This Is Us podcast. It is great to have you join us this week. And I want to just speak a little bit about haste. Haste makes mistakes. We live in a rushed world. I don't know if you experience this or feel like that, that it's almost like everything has to be done today and yesterday would have been better. That you show up to a meeting and you're already late, you're already behind the eight ball because we're in such a rush to get things done. Add technology to that where we are always connected and that feeling of always being connected also makes you feel like you're always accountable for always being able to produce something and sometimes we just got to slow it down. And one of the reasons for slowing it down besides the number of reasons and good reasons in terms of mental health and just looking after yourself and getting a good job is also just because haste makes mistakes. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 17, Paul talks about those people that are zealous, so passionate to win you over, but for no good. What they want is to alienate or you know, come between you from us so that you may have a zeal for them. And what we're seeing in, in, in the church of Galatia was that someone was trying to put a wedge between Paul and the church and make the people more passionate about the false teachers that were coming in. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's always a red flag. It's always a red flag when your passion uh, or a Christian's passion, it starts moving from being passionate about Jesus, being passionate about the purpose of Jesus, to start being passionate about individuals, about people. Now, you can be excited and you can love someone and you can be, you know, I don't know, a fan of someone, whatever. I would say, hey, I love the way they preach or lead or sing or whatever. But it should never it should never be an either or. It should never be that we take our focus off Jesus and put it on someone else. But notice here that Paul wasn't rebuking the actual passion. You know, Galatians 4.18, the next verse, is Paul says, it's fine to be zealous, so it's fine to be passionate, provided, so like only if the purpose is good, and to be so always, not just when I am with you. I don't know if you've ever been described or you've described others as too passionate or too much, or that person is a bit over the top. Um, I know I've been described like that. And I know other people have been described like that. And I, I do think that, you know, often someone else's passion, someone else's passion can often confront other people's lack of it. You know, when someone is passionate about something, it often forces, at least on a, on a mental state, it, it, it's not, I don't think it's deliberately, you know, if, if I come in, I'm passionate about something and, I, and I'm like a salesman at heart. Like, so if I'm, if I'm excited about something, I just want to share it with everyone and I want everyone to experience it because I just I would love for people just to, 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 to experience the joy that I have. You know, it could be anything. And so it's like, oh, here we go. Thomas's new, you know, hobby or whatever it is. But there is something about when people are passionate about something, whether it's health or whatever it is, it's kind of like people feel like, well, I've got to make a decision whether I, have, I agree or disagree. 
or, or, or we get uncomfortable because it's like us. Oh, no one should be that passionate about anything, <laughs> and so we kind of just, you know, you know, write them off as oh, they're too passionate. I don't know how many people you know that I've seen that have suddenly found Jesus, found salvation, found themselves being a follower of Jesus, and then they will have friends that will call them or speak to them and say, "Oh, I can't be with you. You're t- because you're judging me." And they've never said anything. And they've never, you know, I'm not talking about people who are actually judging others. I'm talking about people who haven't judged anyone. But simply because of their choice of doing something, of choosing this, obviously it's a great revealer if someone, you know, is getting confronted by someone else's, you know, healthy choices. Maybe that's a, should be a, an indicator of someone else's unhealthy choices. But it's amazing how passion can be confronting. But listen to what Paul says. He says, it's fine to be passionate, provided the purpose is good. Passion in itself is neither good or bad. Passion, it, it comes from a Latin word called passera, which just means to suffer. And so passion basically just means what you're willing to suffer and what you're willing to go through to get to that which you're passionate about. You know, you see people lining up for tickets for a concert. They're passionate. They're willing to suffer the elements. They're willing to camp out for that latest you know, concert, that latest shoe, that latest drop, whatever it is, they're willing to, to, to suffer. They're willing to go without so they, they can go with. That is what passion is. And so, you know, obstacles in our lives should be welcome because they show us what's a preference and what's a conviction, what's a passion and what's just a fad. You know, if, if, if you give up at the first sign of, of opposition, if you give up at the first sign of a, an obstacle, you were never passionate about it to begin with. You might have been interested, uh, but it was definitely not a conviction because conviction is not something you have. Convictions have you. And when those obstacles start rolling in, whether it's people's words or whether it's practical obstacles, whatever it is, you know, passion will find a way. So Paul says passion is neither good or bad. Um, Paul warns the Romans, though, that you can have passion without knowledge or passion without understanding. In Romans 10 um, verse 2, he goes, those people who have zeal without understanding. And, and that that's when it starts getting dangerous because passion is not a moral indicator. I mean, you can be passionate about something good and you can be passionately wrong. So there's nothing, there's no moral value to the actual passion. You know, it's, not, it, it, it's just flames. It's what's burning that's important. So if purpose is your direction, passion is your speed. Now, the faster you move, the faster you get things done. We, we understand that. But the faster you move, the faster you can also make mistakes. Proverbs 19, verse 2, it says, Enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. Haste makes mistakes. We, we, we all get this. Parents, we understand this. Children, last minute over breakfast, making, you know, making their last minute homework. Haste makes mistakes mistakes we get that and and we just got to slow things down i also think haste isolates you know there's an old saying that says if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together haste just has an ability um yeah we can get a lot done and there's a lot of activity and let's go 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 but you're isolating yourself and eventually you're setting yourself up for making mistakes never go faster than your ability to acquire wisdom Never go faster than your ability to acquire wisdom. 
And if purpose is your direction, passion is your speed, wisdom is your speed limit. If purpose is your direction, passion is your speed, and wisdom is your speed limit. And wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is knowledge applied. Knowledge is like the letters you have behind your name. Knowledge is the certificates you have on your wall. Wisdom is what you do with it. It's how you apply yourself. It's applying what you know. And so, you know, in a world that is so rushed, in a world that where everything seems urgent, sleep on it is one of the best responses you can give someone. I'm just going to sleep on it. I'll get back to you in the morning. I'm just going to sleep on it. You, 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 you take all the adrenaline, you take all the endorphins, you take all the good feelings out of the moment. You let all of it just settle, you know, and you let logic take over. You let, you make space for God's grace, sleep on it, just sleep on it. And, you know, now and then you'll have someone go, no, no but we got to, we got to, we got to make a decision right now. If it, we're going to, you're going to miss out nine out of 10 times. I would let that train just keep on driving. There is nothing, um, it's very, very few things that are that urgent that you cannot sleep on it. And remember, just because it's urgent for someone else doesn't mean it has to be urgent for you. Now, it might still be important to you, but it not, might not be urgent for you. And so don't let other, other people rule your calendar. You know, because at the end of the day, other people's urgency, it might just be because they didn't control their calendar. So now there's a deadline that makes everything urgent, but that urgency or that lack of controlling their calendar, you shouldn't be hurt and you shouldn't be punished because of their lack of controlling their calendar. So just in everything you do, in your leadership, in your life, slow things down. Haste makes mistake. Never go faster than your ability to acquire wisdom. And remember, if purpose is your direction, passion is your speed, wisdom is your speed limit. Thank you for listening to This Is Us podcast. Whether you listen to them as an individual or as a team, we hope that they add value to you. Make sure to click follow or subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you for joining us. We are who we are. This is us.